Good evening, my dear friends. This is Jonah Speaks with another episode, episode seven to be exact. And once again, for those who are joining me, I'm glad that you can be here. I'm glad that we can be together and learn together and grow together. And I hope that you subscribe to this uh, podcast. And I hope that you tell your friends and family about it. So that way they can be encouraged and whatever they're going through, if they're going through something similar to what I'm going to be talking about, they can, uh, you know, draw some encouragement from it and, um, you know, gain something from it. So with that being said, I'd like to get started. I'm entitling this episode as How Fitness Saved My Life. And the reason why is because fitness really saved my life. And I'm going to tell you how. Growing up, it was hard, very, very difficult, very, very hard. I went through a very, very tumultuous childhood, very, very insane. And I am actually a survivor of childhood trauma. And... Dealing with it today is very, very difficult. Dealing with it today is very, very hard. Today, trying to figure out who I am as a man is still hard. Trying to uh, navigate through my own emotions is hard. Trying to uh, find my place in the world is hard. Trying to figure out why I still have anger issues is still hard all hard. All that stuff is very, very hard and difficult. And that's as an adult. So you can imagine that as a child, how difficult it was going through physical abuse, being tied up to chairs. And this is something that I never thought that I would even speak on, but being tied to chairs and being beat with brushes until my head was bleeding and Uh, having dish detergent poured down my mouth and being made to, uh, you know, stand in a corner with dishwasher liquid in my mouth and just hold it in my mouth until I can no longer taste my food for the next two weeks and things like that. Trying to figure out why as a kid, trying to figure out what was there to to save me, to, to, to get me out of it. When you have the person that's doing it is was actually my my mother. The person that's actually that's doing it is the person that's supposed to be protecting you. But that's the person that's harming you. It's very, 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 very difficult. And to figure out why me as a child, why am I going through this? Aren't your parents supposed to be the ones that's supposed to protect you? The ones that's supposed to be there for you to, to save you? And my parents were not there to save me. It was pure, unadulterated hell. And dealing with it today in my own mind, it's still pure, unadulterated hell. So, what did save me? What saved me? When I was little, I was very, very shy, very, very withdrawn, constantly being put down, constantly being talked about, constantly being physically abused. When I was seven years old, I was hit in the face with a high heel shoe 
to where I was literally bleeding from my face and head and my eye was shut closed for two weeks straight and just locked in the room with no food and not sent to school because, um, you know, it was going to be food there given to me. And so my mother didn't want that. So I obviously, you know, she kept me in the house and things like that. It was very, very hard. And I didn't know, I didn't know nothing about how to journal or how to even begin to express how I was feeling at the time. But when I started seeing how, you know, people like Arnold Schwarzenegger and Bruce Lee and Jean-Claude Van Damme, who was my number one favorite, how they were um, just changing their bodies through lifting heavy weights, lifting heavy stuff, I said, I found some some passion, some love, some 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 guidance there, a getaway, some something that I could be, you know, something other than what I was being, which was I was feeling weak and helpless. So I felt like, wow, I could change my body through weights. I can change my 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 physical body through lifting weights in a particular fashion. By moving my arm with the weights in a particular way, I can change the structure of my body. Wow. To me at the time, that was unheard of. I was just like, wow. So it became my escape. It became something that I can actually use to save me. So what I began to do was I would literally hook school, hook class, and I would go to the library and just, just you know, indulge in book after book after book on fitness. Whatever I could find related to fitness and bodybuilding and eating right, I would just really just, like, put all my energy and internalize all of this stuff to where because I wanted to make myself into somebody who could not be hurt, somebody who could not be uh, physically attacked. I wanted to feel strong and powerful not that I was going to attack back the person that was doing the damage to me, but I just wanted to feel better. I wanted to feel strong. I wanted to, to even though it was something that couldn't hug me or hold me or tell me I was loved or tell me I was handsome or tell me I was worth something, it was still something that I could go to to, to give me a sense of, of comfort, to give me a sense of belonging, some, somewhere where I could feel be- I, I, I belong where I feel needed and worthy. So I found my love and passion in the weights. I found my love and passion in martial arts. I found my love in fitness. Fitness literally saved my life. If it were not for fitness, I would probably have found it maybe in drugs, possibly in gangs, possibly in you know, robbing people or stealing or hurting people. I would have found it in so much negative stuff. But I thank God to this day that I found it in something that just happens to be constructive and something that literally changed my life completely. And it allowed me, it gave me the fortitude to be able to, and the insights to be able to help other people and to be able to um, change other people's lives as well. And fitness just became my friend. 
I started training when I was about maybe 12. I would take milk crates and I would take little things I could find. Whatever I could find around the house that was heavy, I would start lifting it. And a lot of people say, a lot of my friends would say, Jonah, come on outside because, you know, we got to hang out. And I just knew what they was about. I would rather stay in the house lifting weights than to go out there lifting a gun to shoot somebody or lifting, um, you know, lifting cocaine or something like that, something negative and, like, extremely detrimental to my health and those around me. So I began to lift weights. I began to figure out, like, okay, I know that I can change my body, but how? So I started really studying and figuring out how to change it. What body parts do I need to work? How can I work it? What order? And what is there a certain structure that I have to do this? And no one taught me. No one sat me down and taught me. All of it was self-taught. I had to literally go find it myself and do research after research. And I'm telling you that if you're going through childhood trauma, if you're being beaten, if you're going through something that's what it could be physical abuse or sexual abuse, find something that's going to make you feel bigger than what you are. You have the ability to do more than what you can ever begin to imagine. You have the ability to, to, to be more than what you're being right now. And at the time, I did not think that I could be more than what I was. My mother told me that I would be, never be nothing. And when someone tells you that, it's horrible. But when your mother tells you that, it's unthinkable. It's, it's beyond horrible. To me, there's not even a word for it. But I saw something in myself that no one could see for me at the time. And just, you know, start, starting to train and see my body change and things like that. And seeing my mindset start to evolve. And then walking into the, my, you know, into a gym for the first time was like walking into heaven for me. It's like walking straight from hell into heaven. A place where I could just say, wow, it was like a paradise to me. And so... I really became obsessed. I started working hard. I started really seeing results. And we all know, you know, in the fitness world that once you start to see results, you become addicted. And I became addicted to wanting to see more results. I became addicted to wanting to get to the point where people can be inspired by me. And even to this day, I only try to make, you know, um, videos and, and, and uh, you know, and write you know, writings and books that can really, truly, you know, help a person and, and sh um, be different and where I can really, really just wow a person because I was, I was, I was wild when I walked into a gym. I was wild when I, when I started to see my body evolve and change. And I never was the type that, and it's not, I'm not saying that there's nothing wrong with this, but I've never been the type where I wanted to change my body for females or for my friends or to look good or any of that. I just wanted to do it because I wanted, like I say, I wanted something to save my life. I wanted something to get me out of the, the self-loathing that I had and that I still feel sometimes today because of the abuse that I experienced in the past because it never left me. It's still here. I still struggle with it every single day. But the one thing that brings me joy is when I walk through the doors of my gym, when I walk through the doors of 
the gym and helping people get fit and seeing my own self where I've come from, looking at pictures from around the time I was being abused till now and looking and saying, wow, I did that. This is what I accomplished. So if I accomplish that, what else can I accomplish? What else is out? What else is possible for me if I challenge myself? Because working out, as we all know, is not easy. But I don't think that it should be easy. It should be hard. It should be hard, but I don't think that it was anything harder. I, I looked at it as if I go into the gym and I lift weights and it's really, really hard, or somebody introduced me to an exercise and it's really, really just seem impossible and really hard, and I feel like I'm going to die doing that particular workout, then that's nothing compared to what I actually went through, to where I went through, you know, unthinkable beatings and things like that by my mother. And now I have... I have something that that is now my friend. And I, that's the thing that I look forward to in the day, even to this day, when I have any type of bad news, really, any type of any type of trigger that that would cause those same feelings that I had back then when I was being abused, that's now dormant, that comes up and gets, you know, becomes active or operative every once in a while. Now when I have those feelings, I walk into the gym. If I if I hear some bad news or something happened between me and my significant other that, you know, causes those triggers to be released, to cause it to, to, to happen, then I know that the gym will always be there for me to, to, to save me. And so I found mine. I found my, my, my safe haven. I found my peaceful place. I found my my joy, my love, my baby, my my passion. I found it in fitness. I found it, and there's so many people in the fitness industry, and we're all in it for different reasons. You know, maybe there's people in, in it right now for the same reasons as me, but we're all in it for different reasons. And I felt like my reason was so compelling, and it's still compelling to this day, that it keeps me in the gym. It, be, it has become my friend. It has become something to where I literally can look back on the abuse that I did experience and say, well, at least it was kind of worth it. Because if it were not for the abuse, I wouldn't have been so lonely, so depressed, so down, felt so hopeless, so worthless, that I, I wouldn't have, you know, even embarked upon a journey to find something that would bring me joy. I would never been the type of kid to have a, you know, um, like a fake uh, or imaginary uh, friend. I always wanted to have something tangible to where I can work with it and, and evolve and change. We all have that ability to change. And I went through unthinkable hells, unthinkable things that I'm going to actually talk about in a later uh, episode where I'm going to talk about how I overcame or how I'm still overcoming childhood trauma and, and go more in depth in, on that in that uh, particular area. But right now, what I'm saying right now is fitness has become my Superman. Fitness has become my hero. It literally saved me from a life of, uh, uh, you know, a potential life of crime and drugs and alcohol. I've never got into none of that stuff because I found fitness so early. And, you know, 
And you just have to be able to, you have to find something, whether yours is fitness, whether it's, you know, dancing, whether it's martial arts, which is all to me is still fitness. But if you can find something that's going to make you feel good, just make you feel good. Just make you feel nice. Make you feel different. Make you feel, make you feel happy. Then by all means, my friends, please indulge in it. Please become, you know, just like a student of that in that area and 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 make yourself very very competent in that area and every day I strive to do exercises that is going to inspire people and that's really going to change my body because I'm changing the workouts up and something that I and to do something that I never thought I could do I had my mother telling me that I'll never be nothing and now I have become something and I'm becoming what I always wanted to be each and every day, more and more and more. See, I don't think that you have to be rich to become successful, to be successful. I don't think that being rich or having a family or having that American dream as far as having kids and having a wife and having, I don't think that all that stuff is going to make you uh, successful. I believe that it's going to, I think I believe that you have to find something that you want to do, even if it seems like small to someone else or is not someone else's definition of success. It doesn't matter. I don't care. You shouldn't care. Find something that's going to make you happy and something that's going to make you stick with it and something that's going to take you out of whatever it is that you're going through. Some, something that even if you're going through just the motions of it, you still feel happy because it's just your passion is what you want to do. I found my savior, if you will. I found my strength, my, my everything in fitness. And I just thank God every single day that is that it, it, it just so happened to be a healthy, very, very healthy habit. So I hope that you all, if you're going through whatever you're going through, that I may not be there physically, but I am there in spirit. We're all connected and I'm there. I'm, I'm there right with you. But find something that you love to do. Mine is fitness. Fitness, my friends, saved my life. I thank you all for listening. I want you to know that I love you, but most importantly, God loves you. You all be safe, be blessed, and I'll see you in the next episode.